What happens when life as you know it gets flipped upside down? How do you deal? How do you cope? I'm Captain Sandy. And I'm Leah Ray. And this is the Captain Sandy and the Leah Ray Show. We know these moments all too well, don't we, Leah? Yes. We've learned a thing or two about navigating those uncharted waters. And we're talking about how to get through the ups and downs life brings us and also shed light on the joy and grace that can be found in the hard moments. So let's learn how to do the next right thing. Welcome to the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray Show. Today, I am honored to have Malia White join us to share her experience, strength, and hope, and her journey about how she got to the bridge, what she was doing before she got on a boat, what she did to stay on a boat, and what she does to continue in this career, because it's life-changing. It definitely is life to win. Hi, guys. Hi, nice I'm to so see you. excited <laughs> to have you on. <laughs> yeah, this is exciting. I love it. So I just read you the part in my book. What did you think? I'm honored to be in the book. I'm glad I'm the only below deck cast that made it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it really rings true to my experience and definitely the like the catalyst of when I knew you're right. Like it took that minute on the wing station, like actually driving and actually feeling the pressure and what it would be like to literally stand in your shoes to know that this is something I could do that I wanted to do. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but it was a nine on the bridge. You were on anchor. It was actually the day. And I asked you, Bobby and Wes, what did you want to do? Were you going to take this career somewhere? Wes obviously was on that trajectory. And then Bobby's like, yeah, you know, Bobby. <laughs> And yeah. then, which he's doing really well in, in yacht sales. And then you're like, sure. sorry, Cap, I just want to be a dive instructor and work on dive boats. <laughs> yeah. And what <laughs> happened that night on Anchor Watch to made you shift, make you shift and look up your courses? Like, what was it? Was there, what happened? I think, I think staying in the bridge, I think it's, and it's still true to this day, there's just something special about being in the bridge and feeling that responsibility. So I think that night, like sitting there and realizing you know, everything that comes along with being either an officer or a captain while you're in the bridge and you're standing there at the helm, like whether you're on anchor watch or you're driving, it's just knowing that you have all these people looking to you, both guests and crew. And also, you know, it's a skill set. It's like, it's something that you can take with you. And yeah, I think that was the time in the bridge is what's definitely pushed me to get my tickets. And I still, it's still my favorite time is being in the bridge being at sea i love it i'm addicted <laughs> i love it i love watching the actually the two of you together and how you have mentored malia and it's so people are so weird sometimes it's like on social media i love your relationship Please. with sandy and it's it's a beautiful thing and um i'm personally proud of everything that you represent as a woman um, and watching you and being a part of this, you know, I'm like kind of like the new girl in this whole thing, uh, being Sandy's partner. <laughs> and it's just, it's really cool to see how far you've come and you keep going and going. How long does it take to become, how how long before you can drive, is it drive or, or be a captain? Be a captain of a of a size vessel like a, that she drives on the show. So my next ticket will be the same one that Captain Sandy has. Wow. How long does that take? Yeah. Years. Like she's been at it for how many years now? Five. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. Wow. And the yeah. reason why yeah. 
is the um, the experiences that you have. They want you to have that sea time. And uh, but I have to share the story. Yeah. And this is when I saw that Malia could be a captain, like because being a captain is all about decision making and diffusing, problem solving twenty four seven. Yeah. That day, that particular day, or the night before, or maybe it was the day, Malia had been kissed by both boys, Adam and Wes. And as I witnessed, um, actually, I think I was watching the TV show, and I, because I don't see everything that happens, I saw Malia walk through the and God the, <laughs> the dining uh, area, and Wes and Adam were huddled talking about Malia, and she walks through and she goes, Wes, Adam, you both kissed me goodnight. Tonight she goes, Wes, Adam, you both kiss me tonight. Good night. <laughs> and proceeded downstairs and it like diffused the whole thing. And I thought she's like, like huh? a great captain. Because it's all about diffusing <laughs> yeah. and not getting And kissing boys. Well, I don't know about <laughs> kissing boys. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to diffuse that. No, I know what you meant. Yeah. I just I'm just totally kidding. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. No, I, yeah. I think yeah, I've obviously tried to hone those skills in different areas of the work. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, yeah, going back to like Captain Sandy and his relationship, I think from my first season on Below Deck, I, you know, I tell people this all the time, but I just don't know how I would have felt if my first experience with a captain, if they had been a male captain, how that would have changed because I don't know that I would have felt like, oh yeah, I can do this because I see someone just like me doing it. So right. to have Captain Sadie there and I see this woman like dominating the bridge and, you know, being this amazing leader, I was like, well, if she can do it, that gives the hope for the rest of us, you know? So it really is for true. Sure. Like representation is everything. Right. Is it hard work? It, it's hard. Absolutely. It's hard work, yeah. a lot of focus. It's, where are you right now? I see the. I'm in Malaysia. <laughs> I'm like that is so beautiful, and you get to yeah, tour the I'm, world, right? Like, um, all the places that Sandy tells me, all the people she knows, so many people around the world, and she's like, "Oh yeah, when we go here, I, let's meet up with these friends, and when we go here, let's meet up with these friends, and you just make lifelong relationships in your industry. It's really a beautiful thing to watch." Yeah, I mean, yeah, like all over the place, like right now, because I just got my upgrade and I got a promotion I now have 2-2 two, two rotation which is just a whole new pretty awesome what does changer. that mean yeah just two on it. two off she, okay the people fun. that don't understand this yeah. like myself and who yeah. are going to watch our podcast what what does that mean <laughs> tell them what it means okay so I I just became second officer on my vessel which is like a 240 foot boat so oh, it's pretty wow. big and then yeah 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 and then so now I work two months on and I have two months off that's amazing. But, yeah, it's wow. so cool. Oh, she gets paid, paid for all know, four months. You're still salaried. Little and yeah, mighty. you're salaried. Yeah. Yeah. You are little exactly. and mighty. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. You know, Malia, for so I'm other- traveling. Yeah, in the travel. So for the other girls, women that are out there, like, tell them what it's like um, to embark on a career like this. What are the benefits? And what? how do you see it for our gener, you know, the younger generation of the Malias. Yeah, I get this a lot. I mean, and you can probably talk back to like your experience in it, but I think when I was first starting out, I was, you, you knew me, I was young. I was like a little firecracker. I was like, you know, you're still young. I had everything to prove. Yeah. But I was much younger and I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I thought I just had to prove myself and like whatever. 
and I had to work twice as hard. And that is true to some aspect. But at the same time, this career really suits people, no matter what your gender, it suits people who get it. Like they can put their head in it. You can put your head in the books. You can find a skill set that you're really good at and and use that, you know? Um, like I tell a lot of the girls going into it, it's not girls versus guys on deck. It's really learning how to use everyone's skill set and become a team and lead a team. Um, which is why I think I've been able to succeed in my role is because it's just making it making it a better atmosphere for everyone, whether it's for gender differences on deck or like age differences or whatever, you know, just making it a, a team. Yeah, I love that. And I think if the corporate world would follow that, they would have a better experience, uh, you know, in their professions. Because I think the benefit of the maritime industry is that we live and work together. So we have to learn how to get along with each other. And I love how you said yeah. you all have the same common goal and utilizing everyone on deck uh, for the betterment of what you're doing and as a team. Because without a team, there's there's no I in team. And you know that. How do you, you know, keep them infused with the energy when they're so tired and all they do, all they want to do is go to sleep and they're emotional and they miss home. And how do you continue to keep that spirit going, which is such a finesse? Like, what do you do? Yeah, for my team, I try to, you know, like a lot of the times I'll sacrifice my own sleep to give them more sleep or I'll give them extra breaks throughout the day that I know that maybe productivity wise, I'm like, you know what, this person needs to go spend a half an hour speaking to their family. You know, the rest of us can grind and give that person that leniency. It's where I feel like the old mindset on deck was like, everyone has to be like hating their life. You know, there was such this like, everyone has to be grinding. No one could be had like no fun. You got to keep it fun on deck. Like it's an, a grueling, grueling, like physically exhausting and, and mentally exhausting job. So finding ways to like keep it fun to make the, keep the banter up. Like I really promote banter as long as it's fun. Not no one's getting hurt. Like my team, there's lots of banter. Lots We fight pranks on each other, which comes back from season one. Like just keeping the day is fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And 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 I keeping it a safe space that people yeah. can talk about anything. And a lot of the guys that come on my team, I'll see they come from these other boats and they think like, oh yeah, the more macho I am, the better I'm going to be. And I quickly break that stereotype. And I'm like, you don't have to be macho here. You can just be whoever you are. And that's, you know, that's how it goes. And making guys feel safe too. Like they don't have to be macho. They don't have to be these like, tough big guys all the time they can be normal and that's how we get all yeah and that's incredible and that's a finesse that a leader has leah's leah i've witnessed leah in her leadership role and she's actually the same um on land like because we're at sea but the way you handle your people you are just so kind and kindness goes a long way and thoughtfulness and those are all the things that you just incorporated in what you just shared and the old mindset of on deck is everybody has to do the grind at the same time. That's not true because it's not effective. And I think a good yeah. leaders look for effectiveness and how to carry out, hey, we're here to do this. How do I bring this team together and um, make the client feel like we're happy to be here and the energy is behind it. And that's because you pay attention wow. just like you do in your workplace. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I got to do a facial with Leah in New York. A phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I um what I what I've watched watch what happened. Okay. Yeah, I was at a little right here. I started shrinking. Shrinking. It was like going down. Uh, what I <laughs> what I, I witnessed about you, Malia, too, and watching the shows with with Sandy and stuff is the your reaction. I've learned a lot. Like in leadership, it's all how we respond, right, and how we react to people. And and I love to watch you. You're like slow to kind of respond. And you just kind of take in what they're saying. And you, sometimes you take a lot of what people are saying. And instead of exploding back or lashing back or whatever, reacting over the years from the show when you first started to now, um, you know, you really don't, you react. It's more, you know, because you're older now. But um, it's all how you respond, right, to people um, in the industry in any kind of leadership role. And so it's yeah, been nice I think that's to watch. definitely a skill I've had to practice. Practice, like, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was younger, I was very reactive, and yeah. then that's something I realized. You know, as I start becoming a leader, I have to choose my words a bit carefully and take a minute to digest and understand their point of view, like why they might be upset. And then also, like, if I get upset with someone on my deck crew, I just take a minute and I'm like, okay, do I really need to call them out on this little thing, or should I just take a step, let that one go? figure out the bigger problem that's going on and right. that's helped a lot yeah that's you amazing. know i always get uh, people always still talk about like oh captain saint you must be so upset with captain sandy you guys fought on that episode and i'm like no that's a, that is a normal you know we are living breathing working in this confined space all the time captain sandy has the pressure of the entire yacht the guests you know the whole crew on her shoulders and i'm her right hand man or Warren, <laughs> like of, of course, there's going to be times where yeah. we don't, you know, we're we're and as I see this especially now, like a captain can't really lose their shit in front of junior crew. Like my captains, you know, they'll they'll lose it in the bridge with us and get it all out because they need someone too. It's it's lonely at the top. They need someone to like get their frustrations step out too. And I'm like, I hold nothing against Captain Cindy. That's normal, and yeah. you know. And you're always the they, first, like even with us, if we yeah. get into it, because no relationship is perfect at all. I mean, no. and we've had our ups and downs and she's the first to diffuse or apologize or say sorry. Or that's what I love about her so always. much is she's, you know, yeah, some, you know, people get upset and say things you don't mean and you take it back. But she's the first to admit like, oh, my gosh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I love you. And same with me, because I'm I have a hard time saying sorry sometimes. Yeah, I'm very okay. stubborn. Uh, when it comes to, because I'm usually right most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> but you know, the reason I, that for me, that experience that people refer to is because the trust was broken and I trusted you. And the thing is, is yeah. like when you care, right? And you rely on someone and they're trying to protect your team by doing what happened. It's like, it was a huge let down for me and I had an emotional experience because I was so invested and yeah. I was like she chose her deck crew over her captain always tell the yeah. truth because you when you have that reliability on the one you get that that person has to be your solid you know what I mean and that's that was why yeah what happened with that by the way because she covered for her deck team oh. and I found out and I got mad Really? Because I didn't. Well, I didn't see it that way. I, I didn't. Yeah. No. I, it happened. It this, happened at a no, no. 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 I'm talking about when you the the night out when he injured hit, himself. Yeah. When he, he fell out of the spa from, from, from you. 
Yeah. Yeah. But oh. I hadn't, I didn't know. And you thought I was like covering it. And then when I didn't find out, it happened on a, a day off. Like he wasn't, oh, he didn't uh, report it to me. He Dave. didn't like. Dave. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a hard fall. So, so I think, I think what happened is like in the, it was like a miscommunication that yeah. led to it looked like I was hiding information from Captain Sandy when I, like I wasn't, yeah. but it just, it, that's how it came across. Yeah, you so don't know the I understood story, why she right? was upset. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, she doesn't, hey. she doesn't get to see that. So exactly. All exactly. Fairness, all fairness, it looks like, it. yeah. And it right. looks like I was yeah. finding it from her. Yeah. And so I said that to people, I was like, in all fairness, if I had been finding that information from her, I'd be just as pissed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I wasn't. Yeah. 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 And people don't see that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So, but you guys love each other. Yeah. And yeah. So cool. Yeah. And both of them are Yeah. The great thing is, is like, I don't care who you are, you're going to lose your temper. For Someone's sure. going to get it. Right. <laughs> I remember once I was on the phone and <laughs> I came out of my cabin and my first officer was there and I bit his head off. And he just looked at me oh. with this horrific face. And I thought, I just heard his soul. Like, He's like, why? And I just remember thinking, here's the difference is saying, oh my God, what I just did was wrong. Even at the top, you make decisions that are hurtful. And as long as you can say an apology and that you're sincere about it, it's normal. And it shows people it's okay to be human. And so even for the people that are juniors on the boat, it's okay to get upset. You will be forgiven. We will move on. Because to think that there are no emotions attached when you live and work together is not normal. The normal part yeah. is we're going to get emotional. We're going to get tired. We're going to get upset. We're going to yell at each other. But as long as we come back together and say, I'm sorry, and we keep that respect in the workplace, we will we will conquer and we will win and we will make a lot of money. So how is it different <laughs> yeah. with, um, like, well, you guys have cameras on you the whole time, so it's not a normal you know, everyday situations. So you have the pressure of the cameras, right? And the schedule and then plus the charters and plus the schedule, you know, of all of that. That's really, really, that's not normal, right? In the everyday no. charter world. And like going back to like the spy and cameras and everything, it was so funny because that morning I knew, because I know Captain can me right now. Right, yeah. You know, I know, yeah. I know what makes me know that. I look. can see when... I can see when she's dirty upset, you know, like, well, yeah, I know when dirty you, I know when you guys are maybe not having a good time, I know she's in a mood and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, walk but away. She came, she came down the stairs and she's walking down and I was like, I'm about to get it. <laughs> like I just knew. And then you're exactly, it's exactly right. Like there's cameras, the whole thing gets heightened because yeah. the cameras are there and you're like, you know, your emotions are going and you don't really have time to process them. Plus. The whole time you're also worried, you know, all like coming off in camera. So all of that comes to a head. But you're so right about Captain Sandy because it just takes her a couple of minutes and she's like, and whether it was I was wrong or he was wrong, the best thing about Captain Sandy is she's like, let's talk about it. Yes. I'm here to apologize, yeah. even if I'm in the wrong. And it's like, he makes it such a, you know, I, I just remember we both came to the bridge and we we're both still upset and we we're both like, okay talked about it and then we hugged it out and that yep. was something yeah yeah I, could, I just awesome. knew I was gonna get it that morning <laughs> <laughs> so you know I learned this and I have to attribute to everything uh through sobriety for me and working the 12 steps and it is about um we do this ninth step it's like make amends except when to do so would injure them or others and that's really true so to promptly admit when you're wrong is really freedom and to be able to say I'm sorry and be forgiven that's freedom 
And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think the world needs more of that to say, I'm sorry. Yes. And, and to just let it go and not, I always say, Leah taught me the meaning of the word grace and I taught her the meaning of the word do over. Can I do over? (laughs) And the grace is where if you get, if you say, I'm sorry, and the behavior comes up again, you still give the grace because the learning is through the experiences of making the mistake. We don't learn if we don't make mistakes. What are we going to learn from if we're doing everything right? And we would be God. Yeah. And if the relationship is worth the saving, to be honest with you, you know, I mean, that's how I feel. If, if, you know, I really love you, you really love me. Malia is, you know, you guys have this awesome relationship and her, she's a value to you and you to her. So to me, it's, there are some people that I just am like, okay, I'm good. Like, let's have less a release. God bless you. Peace out, you know, but it's, the people that are worth working it out, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something, a lesson I've definitely learned from Captain Sandy is to be, I think in a leadership role, especially like a captain or a bunsen or now an officer, it's extremely important to admit when you're wrong because it shows the rest of your crew, like the value of, you know, truth and honesty and honor. Like just being able to say like, I expect you guys to tell me when you're wrong. So I need to do the same. And I'm not flawless. I'm not perfect. So like, I need to be able to say, hey, I was wrong in this situation. You were right. And that doesn't make me any less of a leader. It makes me a better example. And that's, right. And then people that's will an follow you. That's an atmosphere that's been missing in yachts, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, there's too much, too many egos on the bridge. And and then Colin Powell yeah. has a great speech and he talks about they, because of that behavior, they will follow you even out of curiosity because it's curious it's like oh my gosh they said they were wrong they said they were sorry like wow that's incredible and yes there needs to be more of that in the maritime industry i have to share this with you malia because i just got some great news today so because of the tv show and you know we've reached millions of americans and beyond that in middle america uh to show people that there are jobs in the maritime industry which is awesome because we're short today fifty thousand crew members on boats our, our industry went up 900% since COVID. Like it's just growing and growing and growing. Now I thought, I just want to get a program into high schools starting in Florida, but across the country to teach kids about maritime industry as an alternative to college for, for parents out there mm. that can't afford college. So I went to Tallahassee. I have a lobbyist, um, you know, the Legis group and a great team and Kevin Merrigan from Northrop and Johnson, the chairman, he came out with me and we we worked, we walked the, you know, the Capitol and talked to all the politicians. And just today we got our bill passed for the House. We got full approval. It just has to go through one more process. So I'm so proud of that and everybody that surrounded us because we're going to change lives and we're going to start with one school at a time. And we're going to get this in the whole state of Florida where the kids in high school can go, oh my gosh, I can work in the maritime industry. And then we're going to do it in middle schools. So it's going to be middle schools and high schools. Isn't that incredible? I'm so proud of you. I think this is incredible. That's, yeah, that's amazing. And you should be super proud. I like, this is one thing, like I went to college and had I known about the married woman three, I would have done, you know, maritime college right off the bat. And I think this is one thing in the States that we, in school, we don't teach people that trades are okay. Like, even though people who work in trade jobs, they make great money and they have a skill set that you know they can carry through different parts of their life yet in school we still teach everyone this 
one track thing. Like you have to go to college, you have to get a normal like bachelor's degree when there's so many other amazing jobs that offer, a, you know, a different lifestyle than working in an office all the time. Like, yeah, so you I coach just on so many people. I'm like, go, go to school, yeah. go to, go to, go to yeah. Yeah. I don't personally so know how you jobs. did that. How did you, how, so you graduated college and then when did you get into the maritime industry? Like so what? Literally below, below deck by lights. That, okay, that's that was what I was how. wondering. And then, so mm. did you, how did you hear about below deck? So I was backpacking Asia and I came home, my, one of my best friends and I, and we were day drinking and we were like, what do go. we want to do with our life now? Because we just came back backpacking and we were pretty broke. I was like, do I want to go back to Colorado? Do I want to go back to Hawaii? And we applied for TV shows like The Amazing Race. We're like, how cool would it be if we did like The Amazing Race? I'd never heard of Below Deck. And then I got a call from a woman who was like, hey, I saw you apply for these, but what about I put you forward for the show called Below Deck? And that's how it all happened. That. Wow. So did you, then do you go to have to go to school to become? Yeah. So they, when I got accepted for Bullet Deck, they were like, do you want to come film this TV show on a yacht? And at that time, because I didn't get accepted my first season. So they put me through for the next season. Okay. So it had been like a year later or whatever. And I was living in Colorado, working at a, working in a cubicle, needed us. And they were like, do you want to come film this TV show on a yacht? And I was like, a what? <laughs> and yeah, they sent me off to my STCW in Florida. And then I went and filmed in Croatia. Yeah. And right after that, I went and got my 100 time. And that was that. So I was to like, work I'm on not a going boat, back to a desk. To work on a boat, you did one week in class, right? STCW, nope. which is $1,000. And then you did your physical and your drug test. And you got your job. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. That's And amazing. then like what I tell... People just getting into it. I was like, you know, you uproot your life for a little bit. It's scary, but you can stay in crew accommodation, which is pretty cheap. Uh, you just network with people, you know, stay in a crew house, network, try to meet everyone, dress professionally. You know, I think that's a big one because on the show, they see us walk up to the boat in like shorts and dresses and bangs. I'm like, no, no, no. If you're applying for a position on deck, get a pair of like deck shorts, the polo walk around the docks, you know, show that you can work with the 1%. We're not here to meet backpackers where you're going to, you know. That's an incredible, like, because I keep sharing that with people. Um, the How do my kids get in this industry? Now, granted, they're watching Below Deck, so they don't know about the other jobs, right? So we have trades, <laughs> right? So we need electricians, plumbers, carpenters, technicians. <laughs> um, it, we're desperate, like, because... Helicopter pilots, masseuses, beauticians, yes, you know, doctors. I've been my boat personally. I've had a helicopter pilot, a doctor. We we employ a full time beautician slash masseuse, um, housekeeping. You know, there's so many different skills in ETO. Um, you know, anyone, especially now with boats getting more and more tech savvy, we you know someone that knows. The whole time ETO, we have a full time ETO. They don't even do our engineering, you know. Yeah, because it's technical. There's a lot of technical, but and then on the land based side, where people who don't want to go to sea, there are shipyards, there are brokerages, there are sales positions, a like per, a purser. Yeah, a purser, right? Purser's purchase, right? So they manage the budgets of boats, and it's pretty cool. And yacht management. There's so many 
aspects of this industry. You know, the state of Florida did $93 billion in recreational boating in one year. Like the amount of money that, is that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I talk to people who have these kids and they're like, well, my kid doesn't know what they want to do. And I'm like, I don't want to boat for a couple of years. And even if they don't turn out to be a career yachty, they can still save up a ton of money because you don't have a ton of expenses. You're not paying for housing. You're not paying for toiletries. You know, if you're wise about it and you don't blow your charter tips right. on stupid things, then <laughs> you can save up a lot of money. And you travel, right? You travel, you learn different cultures, different languages. You're immersed in so many. You know what? I um, do a lot of public speaking. And I always talk about how when you travel, it's not the, the country's job to make you feel accepted and safe. It's your job to go in and learn how to fit into that country, understanding the basics of their language, understanding just a few things on how to ask for stuff. Just learn those few words to say, um, you know, how to order food and things like that, because it really makes a difference. And the yachting industry allows that. And then you're around all these different cultures. It's so funny because they have different words for different, you know, like one time I said, I'm rooting for you to an Australian and he goes, you're what? And that meaning in America is very different than in Australia. Australian. Rooting for you, like, 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 yeah. what? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm rooting for you, babe. Have that <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey. let us grab the grab the S E. I remember when Wes said that to me and Bobby, and we were both like, S- "What?" And he's like, "The S E." And I'm like, "Jet ski?" Like we were so confused, but it's a cooler. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Do you miss um, I think, being on the show or? No, I mean, uh, I had some other things in the works, but uh, I I mean, I you know, I do just feel like the, it is fun. Like you get to know all the audio people and stuff. So, you, you know, you miss that aspect of it um, and get to know production. And the show is fun to film, isn't it? It's, it's to me, it's, it's six weeks and you know, it's going to be absolute you know, back to back and you just have to put your head down and do it. So it's a lot of fun. I miss that aspect. But I also love my job that I have now. I love so. it. Yeah, your job has. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I love about this industry. Even away from TV, you still have a career, right? This is really mm-hmm. incredible. And that you're advancing in your career. And when you become captain and you're running that 240 footer, it's a whole different level of excitement. Malia. Yeah. It is a game changer. And, you know, uh, looking back at my career, and I always say small boats, small boats, because small boats, that's the decision making that is critical that you need to learn. It's not about all the other stuff, the navigation, managing, that's all great. It's knowing when to say no and taking that that brunt of, that captain's a chicken. She's a chick. She doesn't want to leave the dock because she's a woman and all of that crap that you get because you're a female at the helm when you're really making the decision to keep everybody safe but it comes across as a weakness and that's when you got to stand in your truth and go well even though you think that way i'm still staying you know so and that's that's the hard one yeah yeah anyway i'm just thrilled i know um taking a lot of your time i'm so happy i can't wait to do your podcast i'm glad you're in my book i'm i have such pride for you I just saw that Joao's taking command of a vessel. I don't know if you saw that. And you're next. You know, like, I see that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I will be. 
Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you. Love and, you guys. Uh, Thanks yeah, for having love you. me. Be safe out there. And I'm hopefully we'll see you in Colorado or Florida or something soon. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see me soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Working yeah. for the Fort Lauderdale boat show. When is it? October. Uh, let, uh, last weekend in October. I think I'm off actually in October, November. Oh, yay. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. If I can explain it, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for letting you. Thank you again. Love you guys. See you. Bye. 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 Do your thing. Thanks everyone for joining the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, click on the link above or below. And uh, thank you for your support for our podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. We are so grateful that you took the time to be with us today. Be sure to share this episode with someone that you know that needs to hear it and subscribe on any podcast platform and find us on YouTube so you can catch every conversation. That's right, Leah. Till next time, let's do the next right thing together. A Huda Media Production.